Hey, welcome in to episode 59 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I am joined by Jordan and Zach. How you guys doing? Yo, doing, doing great. great. How you doing? Good. Real good. Real good. We got some big news um, well, today, today, huh? Yep. Today we finally get to let out our first rookie mock draft. And I couldn't be more excited, man. This is uh, this is the best time of the year, dropping mock drafts, man. Oh, heck yeah. Except for I know. NF- NFL mock is a little over a week away. Or NFL draft, I mean, is a little over a week the away. Deal. The real deal. This is the time where everybody in our league gets to find out who we like and why. So, yep, yep. And uh, we had rookie drafts don't bother me though because I never have any picks. So, (laughs) that's fair. That's true. We uh, we did have one big piece of news I wanted to mention today. Uh, Jalen Hurts signed a five year extension with the Eagles. So, he's the the majorest of major bag alerts back there for a while. Yeah, he's, he's now the highest paid player in the league. And Lamar Jackson was also offered a 200 plus million guaranteed deal. Has not signed it, but he would be not the smartest person in the world if he did not sign this one. Yeah, L- Lamar, I know you're listening. Um, I know it's. I, I was <laughs> He's with a big you, fan you know, of like best ghost from what I hear. Uh, yeah, why wouldn't he be? Uh, I, I was with you. You know, the Browns set the precedent on the fully guaranteed, and I was like, go get it. It's not going to happen, man. 200 million dollars is 200 million dollars, like. That's a lot of money. Yeah, you don't say no to that. You don't say no to that. And, you you know, I had a feeling something was in the works with the whole OBJ. You know, he was recruiting him there, all that stuff. So I'm pretty sure the deal is going to be signed here shortly. I, I wouldn't doubt it that it's signed by the end of the episode even. so. Kind of you know, sad, though, that the washed up OBJ off of a surgery is the best receiver he'll ever have played with. Yes. Well, according to this mock, they do have Zay Flowers going there. So that's kind of not the best receiver he'll ever have, but that's not a bad not a bad landing spot for him. So could be good. No, and that's that's a yeah. good one two combo. And they they still have Rashad Bateman, so that's you know, three and Mark Andrews. So that that's definitely some yeah. weapons there. Yeah, and so, you know, JK Dobbins is off of, you know, full season, gonna be back healthy, so so one of the things we run into, like, because we've done a bunch of mocks, just uh, our friend group, um, it sort of just runs into, uh, we just pick our favorites over and over and over. And uh, it's good for knowing your league, but it's less good for uh, real insight onto outside of that. So we're going to base this one off of someone else's mock with their landing spots, pretending like that's the real draft. Yep, and it's definitely going to change up a little bit how I have some some things. Um, not a ton, because I think I think a lot of times we fall into the trap of like, ooh, this landing spot is so good. Um, and then we want to move guys up, like CEH moved over Jonathan Taylor, and we've talked about that a little bit, how like some of this pre-draft valuation and how you see these guys matters, because... You know, prior to the NFL draft, when CEH was taken by the Chiefs at the back of the first, and he was the first running back off the board, everybody had Jonathan Taylor as the first running back. And so, you know, it can be, it can really be a trap to fall into. And we don't, we just want to help you guys not fall into that trap as well. So the landing spot, the draft capital, it does matter, but so does how you evaluate these players ahead of time, just based on what they did in college. So, 
Um, don't let it change things for you too much, but do take it into account, especially I'd say the draft capital, even more than the landing spot, because the draft capital tells you kind of what the NFL as a whole thinks about these guys. Like it's not just where does a team want to take them, but also do they think they'd be able to get them with their next pick? And if not, that's because they have a feel that other teams are as high on that player as they are. So I think um, that's generally true, but, uh, you're also a Raiders fan who they're known for reaching. So maybe you've talked yourself into that stance a little bit. Huh? <laughs> oh man. No, no. The Raiders are, are just the worst team at drafting imaginable. Like the, the we've had two first round picks hit since uh, when we drafted Sebastian Janikowski in the first round, you know, taking a kicker in the first round. Good thing. He was a great kicker for a long time. But since then we've had Josh Jacobs be our only first round hit, which is, astronomically low for uh hey for you had a first round guy hit something <laughs> oh, 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 oh no <laughs> sorry that was probably too far and you know yeah uh thoughts and right. prayers. Well, yeah thoughts and prayers after that family though really um that was more of just a joke it was a dark joke uh all right so we're basing this off of uh dane brugler uh mock draft from the atlantic he did a seven round mock um so basically we're just going off of the landing spots that he projected these players to go to and that's kind of how we're going to base this like zach said it's a little different than us just kind of you know, imagining where we want these players to land. So we're going to run through just two rounds um, of a 12-team, one QB mock draft. We are going to have a super flex one coming out soon, but for this one, we're just going to go with a 12-team, one QB. So, And we're going to make all the picks. We're just going to go, uh, Brandon's got the 101, I've got the 102, Zach's got the 103, and then we will loop back through that over and over. So... We'll just keep picking through that order and make all of the picks for both rounds and uh, see how things shake out. I'm pumped. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, um, my 101, probably most people's 101 in just about every format, uh, Bijan Robinson. Yes, so that should be your 101. Of don't overthink it. Filthy landing spot on this mock, though. Yes, I don't. I, I don't like it, but I'm not the biggest fan of it either. They've got a decent backfield there. He went in this in Dane Brugler's mock. He goes 116 to the commanders and they've got Brian Robinson there as well as uh, Antonio Gibson. So, you know, two two guys that were productive last year. Gibson's been productive throughout his career, never had like the workload that a lot of fantasy players would have liked him to have. But that hasn't changed the fact that he's been a productive NFL running back. So that'll make things murky there for a little while. But Bijan's going to win that back room. Like, like he's, he's going to win it. Rivera, Rivera leans on his running backs, too. Like it's it's a crowded backfield, but he's still going to get touches. So. Yeah. And with yeah, this draft I just, capital. Yeah. And Robinson doesn't really have the draft capital either to like hold that spot necessarily. And we saw what they did with Gibson. You know, yeah, he worked his way back into the, the lineup. But I mean, at one point they had him, you know, returning kicks. So, you know, Bijan could easily take this backfield over completely. Definitely. So. Uh, I'm at the one, two here. And uh, I'm, I'm, 
going to stick with my pre-draft evaluations. Uh, the landing spots here for the next couple guys. We've got uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba at 120 going to the Seahawks. We've got Jameer Gibbs uh, going in the second round at pick 34 to the Cardinals. I do like that landing spot, but I'm, I'm going to go with Jackson Smith and Jigba here. Uh, I think he is definitely the best uh, wide receiver on the board. Um, so that's that's going to be the guy I'm going to choose to go with. You can't knock it, especially with Lockett's not going to be there forever. Um, he plays differently from DK. I know they both line up in the slot here and there, but uh, he's going to be a, a volume hog for whoever their quarterback is long term. I like it. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and he's just, you know, the way he wins on routes and everything, we've talked a little bit about him in a, a previous show when we broke down some of the rookies. Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, JSN is just that guy. I think he's going to be able to get the job done in the NFL. Um, so uh, that's that. Uh, he, he just feels like he has the safest floor as well as a lot of upside there. So that's, that's the guy I'm going with. Can't knock it. Yeah, so for me, you already touched on who I'm drafting. Um, we're going pretty stock so far with the three, but that kind of lines up with what happened in this mock. Um, Jameer Gibbs to the Cardinals, um, the 34th pick overall. I mean, that's that's pretty high draft capital. That's what the, the third pick in the fourth, in the second round. Um, basically a first for a running back, you know. Yeah, that's um, still great capital. He's small, but he's electric. Um I don't think anybody who's looked into it is really expecting him to come into any team or any position situation and get 20 carries a game. I think him and Connor would be good. Um, who knows what they're going to do at quarterback or who that team is going to look like. They're probably going to be bad, but uh, he's going to get some touches. He's going to get receptions, check downs. Um, that's a good spot going forward. I think. I think it's actually more beneficial for him too early season with a backup because you know they're going to be leaning a little bit more on him to be that pass catching role because they're not going to have Connor you know getting all those early touchdowns and so I think it's going to be good for him to kind of build up his uh, NFL resume early on in the season so can I ask definitely you guys, be worse. I, I think most people have JSN and Gibbs as their two and three in you know one order or the other uh, does it change for you if you're a competing team versus maybe like more of a rebuilding team who you would take? Because I if think it does for me. If you're a rebuilding team, I would definitely go JSN um, 100%. I mean, it, it's I don't know that it necessarily changes too much for me. I, I like I like Gibbs a lot. That landing spot's pretty interesting for me. Um, but JSN's been rising up my board more. You know, I, I I've been watching a little bit more on him recently, even though there's no chance of me getting into the round to be able to get him, but <laughs> you never, never say never. Yeah. Uh what about you, Zach? Or would it change? I mean, in general, I'm always leaning receiver over running back. Um, if you're like deep into a rebuild. But uh if you're like coming out of a rebuild or you're a contender, I think you'd go, you, you always take best player available. You're supposed to, at least <laughs> I have them very similarly rated. So it'd be more of a need uh, spot for me if I was like middling or, you know, if you traded into that pick versus like earned it outright for being mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. I think, I think if I'm a team who maybe, you know, lost in the championship last year, like I did, or, uh, 
or you know or got close um like you know brandon's team had was a really good team last year and if he felt like he was just uh one running back short and he had the one three from a trade that's where maybe i would go with jameer gibbs over uh, jsn you know if he had the one two i mean um especially if you're like a competing team that lost possibly camara for next season you know some of these players that you may have lost out on that could be plugged in because i think gibbs is going to get that playing time so you know, it, it could be someone that could help you out in that running back position, like you said, if you are a competing team. Maybe lost Camara. We don't know what Camara's status is going to be, but we're all assuming. Yeah, yeah. I think long term, I'm still more comfortable with JSN, but uh, yeah. I, I like both of these guys. I'm not as high on Gibbs as a lot of people are. I know Zach, you're really high on Gibbs, so just uh, slight differences of opinion there. But I think you know the, you're going to be happy with either of these guys at the two and three. Uh, they should mm-hmm. both have a, a good impact for your fantasy team. So, um, who you got at uh, one four, Brandon? So this is where it gets kind of interesting for me. I think this is, you know, your one, two, three are all pretty set um, as far as like where everybody has them ranked. I would say before all of this, I was a little bit higher on Zay Flowers. Um, I liked, I've been watching a little bit more on him. In our mock, uh, the landing spot for him is the Ravens. Um, that one's kind of interesting for me because of, you know, they first need those weapons. Too. Yeah, first round capital going at the 22nd pick to the Ravens. Um, you know, they have OBJ, probably going to have Lamar coming back. You know, Mark Andrews. You know, we didn't see a ton out of, um, well, not Duvernay, but what's the, I'm drawing a blank now, the receiver oh, from Rashad last year. Bateman. Bateman. Um, you know, we didn't see a ton out of Bateman last year, but, you know, he could be a really good wide receiver too, you know, and having OBJ there. So I was higher on Zay Flowers. I like the the landing spot for Charbonnet. Uh, they have him going in uh, the second round to the Bengals. Um, I'm curious what they're going to do with Mixon. I, I really, really like that pick, honestly. Um, and if you are a competing team, you need, need that running back and you got pick four. I really like Charbonnet. Um, but, uh, don't listen, Jordan. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm totally in on that. I, I have the one four in our rookie one quarterback dynasty, and if Charbonnet went in the second round to the Bengals like like he does in this mock, uh, I think that's I'm pulling the trigger there. Yeah, it's a done deal. Yeah, and, and and I think that's where I'm leading. Like I said, you know, I'm kind of basing this off a little bit more of my team. Um, I was higher on Zay Flowers. I do like Jordan Addison, you know, to the Giants too. That one's kind of interesting to me. I think he's got the talent, um, but I'm going to go with Charbonnet. Nice. That's a good pick. Yes, yeah, I love that. At at the sixtieth overall pick to the Bengals, that's that's. It seems like a slam dunk. Uh, he's a guy that can do it all. He's got the pass catching ability, um, and that's a great landing spot when we don't really know what Mixon's future looks like with that organization. So, uh, I, I love that pick a lot. Uh, I'm up at the one five, and uh, I agree. I like Zay Flowers, but I think. For me, it's going to come down to either Addison or Quentin Johnson. Johnston, I'm sorry. Um, 
you know, the 25th overall to the Giants for Jordan Addison or 33rd overall to the Texans for Quentin Johnston. Those are both pretty good landing spots where uh, both guys, assuming that the the talent um, and what the NFL is saying about these guys pans out, they should easily be the wide receiver one on those respective organizations. I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Jordan Addison here. I think, you know, with Daniel Jones kind of coming along um, and, you know, playing a lot better this last season uh, and Addison kind of walking into the wide receiver one spot here for this, for the giants. I I think that's where I'm going to go with this pick. So I like Jordan Addison there. He's small. It's the one, I mean, it's really the only knock on him. Like he has the production. He has the, the, draft capital here in this mock so i think that's the guy being small is the knock on about 80 percent of this draft class though so oh yeah um i no i i think he made the right call um i am gonna take quentin johnson with the next pick uh but addison in new york is i mean immediately their wide receiver one on a a playoff team um I do really like this Quentin Johnston, though, landing spot with the Texans. Um, he had uh, C.J. Stroud going number two overall to them. Uh, we heard some some rumors. We're hearing more rumors that the Texans may not pick a quarterback or they may trade out. But for the sake of this mock, they did take C.J. Stroud. Uh, he's got that college connection. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Jason. But nonetheless, um, you're bringing in uh, your rookie franchise, hopefully quarterback. You want to get him um, an alpha. He's the physically the only one who looks like he could be an alpha in this draft class, and he's got he's got some learning to do. Uh, but he's big. He's athletic. Um, yeah, can... six three, three hundred and twelve, or six three, two hundred and twelve pounds, and he ran a sub four five forty. That that's pretty good. Well, and that was considered disappointing for him too, because like you watch yeah. him on tape, he looks a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on tape, he does look fast. He also, uh, you know, he's really good with the ball in his hands after the catch. So uh, I like Quentin Johnston there. It was close between him and Addison for me, you know, I, so I, I like that pick a lot. Um, I do feel a little wrong, though. Like, I, I, I like the pick. I like Quentin Johnston, but we both took receivers who went after Zay Flowers, who had first round capital. So I don't, I don't yeah, know. I'm going to second I think guess that part one. of that's I think part of that's the pre-draft valuation of these guys have been solidly ahead of Zay Flowers in, uh, you know, in in rookie mock drafts and stuff leading up to the NFL draft. And, you know, Zay Flowers is a smaller prospect. The Ravens isn't exactly the best landing spot, especially after they've signed yeah. OBJ. Uh, I think it's because, more the the landing spot that talked yeah, because now there are weapons there, and you know there's not a lot of draft capital difference between 22 and 33, um, you know. So I, I think that's probably still the right pick is go with the talent, go with the you know the pre-draft evaluation, and uh, you know take take the shot on a guy who could be an absolute game changer for that Texans offense. Yeah, I. I... Johnson, I I really like that one. Was I was actually even torn between taking him at four, but I just liked the landing spot too much for Charbonnet. So I think that's a great pick right there. Um, I think my next pick at the seven is going to be Zay Flowers. Um, you know, and we, you know, you talked about the the draft capital, anyways. But I mean, 
Quentin Johnson's basically he's close close enough to a first round pick. They had him going at pick thirty three, so you know he, he's right there, still high draft capital. Um, but I am going to go with uh, Zay Flowers at the one seven. Um, this mock had him going twenty second, like you said, to the Ravens. I, I think he's he's got the talent to to be able to make something there, and you know he was he was phenomenal in in uh, his uh, senior year. I think I think he'll he'll still end up being a, a pretty good wide receiver even with all the weapons there. It may take him a little bit longer to get into it than some of these other guys, and he's not gonna be probably the true wide receiver one. I think that's gonna go to OBJ, but um I think he'll still build something something there. So No, I agree. I like Zay Flowers, I like him as a player. Um so it's an interesting landing spot. Um, at the one eight, things start getting really interesting here. I think we've been somewhat chalk considered, but you know that's kind of how the the draft played out as well. This mock draft. So um, with that being said, I don't feel like it's anything too crazy. Uh, this is where it gets interesting though, because we're out of first round running backs and wide receivers. We've already dipped through the second round running backs and. Uh, so we're either looking at quarterbacks, tight end, or we're moving on to like some later second round and third round picks. Um, there's some interesting names in the third round. A lot of running backs go in this mock in the third round to pretty good landing spots. Uh, it makes me consider reaching because i don't think the landing spots are all that great for these second round wide receivers um like josh downs and yeah josh downs to the patriots at the 40 i think there's one you're just missing there because it looks juicy to me but there's well there's two i would say that stand out here at the back of the second round uh cedric tillman out of tennessee going to the bills at 59 i do like that a lot and Tyler Scott going at the 63rd pick to the Chiefs. Those two are interesting. I would probably, based on the draft capital, prioritize those guys over some of these third-round running backs. Um, But, man, the landing spots for these third-round running backs are fantastic. Um, This is a tough spot. I think that the guy I'm going to (sighs) take... Don't do it. You know, I'm going to have to go Cedric Tillman here. I think that's, uh, I'm sorry, I got to scroll down a little bit to find him here, but I think going to the Bills there uh, in the second round is an awesome landing spot. It's a good opportunity, it's decent draft capital. Uh, we see these second round wide receivers hit pretty frequently. Um, I'm not quite ready to go to quarterback or tight end yet. Um, so yeah, I think here at the one eight, that's a good spot to take one of these second round wide receivers. Uh, Downs is on the smaller side, Hyatt. I haven't had a lot of confidence in through, um, you know, watching this film and everything. Um, but his, his Hyatt is fast and, you know, he's a Blitnikoff winner. That's not something really to be scoffed at. Like the guy was fantastic in college, but, um, you know, not this last year, but the year prior, uh, Cedric Tillman outperformed him there at Tennessee. Um, and I think he's just a, a slightly better prospect, kind of more what I'm looking for 
And with both of them having second round draft capital, I like Tillman. So that's the way I'm going to go. I like that Bills landing spot. You think, uh, so if, if the Bills did draft a wide receiver in the second round, are the, the Gabe Davis truthers going to let that go or are they still sticking <laughs> to their guns? Oh, there's definitely still going to be I hype for Gabe, Gabe Davis. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was one of those Gabe Davis truthers. Um, and uh, man, he really let me down. But I still think he's got something left in his tank there, even if they take someone in the second round. He'll get you three or get you 30, and there's not much in between. Exactly. He is a best ball dream. <laughs> That's true. So he won That's in best very ball true. So. My next pick, um, I, I touched on him before. He's probably my the most polarizing player as far as like what you think they could actually do in the NFL. Probably the best tape of anyone other than Bijan or JSN. Um, they have Devon A-Chain going at the top of the third round to the Broncos and Sean Payton. <laughs> I'm going to take him. You, 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 got my well, you yeah. guys would have yelled at me about Homer anyways, so <laughs> but that was going to be my pick. So. I'm, I'm taking one. <laughs> I'm taking a bullet for you. He so <clears throat> Jameer Gibbs is small, but Devon A. Chain makes him look like Zach Charbonnet. <laughs> he's very <laughs> very small, but he is so fast. Uh, one cut and he's gone. I mean, he ran a, a what a four two three or something like that. Four 40. four three two. Yeah, yeah. He's with Sean Payton there um, again. Similar to Gibbs, I don't foresee him running the ball 20 times a game. But um, he's not quite the receiver that Gibbs is, but, you know, Sean Payton had Kamara, he had Reggie Bush, and put them in spots where they were electric and certain years of league winners, or at the very least week winners. So uh, I'm going to roll the dice on him. Um, history is not on his side for running backs his size, but I, I love that fit. So that's my guy. I do too. No, I like I, it too. As much as it pains me to, I'm a, I'm a Javante Williams lover, but I love the I love the landing spot, and I think that could be he could do something special there with Sean Payton. So, well, I think even if Javante comes back, they're not going to give him 100 percent of the carries. They're, they're no. gonna like at, at least the year one, they're going to ease him back, and even past that, like the whole league is moving to committee. So, exactly. Um, well, that threw me off. That's who I was, uh, that's where I was going there. Um, wow. You know, Josh Downs is kind of interesting with my next pick, but I I don't really like the Patriots landing spot per se. Um, so, you know, I mean, if rumors are true, they were even trying to get rid of Mac Jones in the off season. Um, I think this might be a little too early to go tight end, though. I really, really, Some really good and, spots, man. Both this. So this mock has Kincaid going in the first to the chargers and mayor, Michael Mayer going to the Cowboys at the 26th pick, which both of those are yeah. great landing spots. Um, like fantastic. I have Mayer higher on my board than Kincaid. But I think it's still a little too early for him. Then again, I mean, you've got Tank going to the Rams, according to this, which 
that's not a terrible spot for him, honestly. No, I like that landing um, spot. And that's a third round pick, uh, pick 77 to the Rams. That one's kind of interesting to me. I think once you get to this point, it's 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 really more team dependent. Are you where are you looking at? You know, are you looking at building? What you know, what type of, of position are you really in? Um, if if you're honestly a competing team with a nobody at tight end, the Michael Mayer one is a really interesting spot right here. If depending on what you're doing at tight end or where you've been at at tight end, like, um, man, this, this goes out to everyone I'm in leagues with. Please take a tight end in the first round, like do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not giving that advice. History has shown like that's the, uh, the least accurate, um, like hit rate for actual NFL teams. It's, it's by far the worst. So it's it's rough. There's some really good prospects. It's a really deep draft, but they take like three years to to really take hit their stride. In most case scenario, uh, yeah, rookie so yeah, tight end. You should as a, have a great history. <laughs> so, so as a cow, as a Cowboys fan, what do you think the chances if you took Mayer in the first round? What are the cha- what are the chances of him getting on the field a lot sooner than a typical? You know, tight end would. I mean, you guys, the Cowboys are I really like tight end the... dependent. I like the pick because um, Mayer is basically Jason Witten 2.0 as far as the prospect goes. However, like I know they lost all to Schultz, but um, their their backups were productive last year, even when Schultz was out for for long periods of time. It's it's you know I could see them drafting a tight end, but I don't think it's going to be. You're not going to start him every week and be like, yeah, man, I got make Michael Mayer his rookie year as a fantasy owner. It's not like a, I mean, obviously I'm not going to compare him to Kyle Pitts, but it's not like a Kyle Pitts where he's going to see the field and just be productive. He, he may, I wouldn't do say that week in week out. I think of yeah. those guys, Dalton Kincaid's more likely, especially if he goes to the chargers. Okay. I like that. Well, I actually am going to go with tank Bigsby um, here. I like the landing spot to the Rams. Um, you know, this late, most of these teams are probably already competing teams anyways. So I like the running back position here. So I like that pick. Um, he was definitely in my consideration. Um, as we move down the board, I will say that these quarterbacks start to get a little more enticing, especially Anthony Richardson going 104 to the Colts. Uh, it's the draft capital gives me confidence in his longevity that they're going to give him a full chance to be the guy for that franchise. So, uh, and his upside, you know, we, we've seen that he's uh, the most athletic quarterback to ever test at the combine. Uh, the draft capital also means he's likely to get on the field early on, um, you know, and not like sit there for a year. The Colts don't really have anybody for him to sit behind for a year that would be worth it. So Gardner Minshew, <laughs> secret garden. Minshew Mania, man, <laughs> the secret garden, savage garden, <laughs> savage garden. Uh, yes, I was thinking of him when I because truly, madly, deeply came on my my coworkers <laughs> playlist the other day, and I was thinking about Gardner it's a banger. Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Anthony Richardson would be in consideration for me here. Uh, it's a one QB, which is why Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are still there. Um, 
you know, and Anthony Richardson, but he's the guy that I would want in a one QB format to potentially take a shot on. Um, but we've still got a couple second round wide receivers here. Tyler Scott going to the chiefs. It, that kind of feels very similar to what we had last year with, um, uh, who I'm sorry, who the chief. Yeah. Sky Moore. Uh, that's kind of feels along those, you know, a, a similar line where we like it more because of the draft landing spot than we do like the pre-draft evaluation. Not that I hate Tyler Scott. Like I thought he looked really good and I'd be excited for this landing spot, but I think he's going to get a little too much hype maybe uh, if he were to have a landing spot like this, you know, second round of the chiefs. Um, Some of these third round running backs are really enticing and I'm going to go with one of them. I'm going to take Israel Abanacanda who goes at the fourth pick (laughs) to the Eagles. Uh, I love this landing spot. I like the draft capital. Um, I like, you know, his his metrics are fantastic. Uh, he's big enough that I think he can get on the field and stay on the field. And so I just I love that for for a team, you know, for a late first round pick. I think that's that's a, a great spot to go. So um, <laughs> I don't really think he's going to get forward. the draft capital, but I think I've talked myself into him being my RB three of this class. I think Charbonnet is going to go ahead of him, and especially if he goes to the if Charbonnet goes to the Bengals, like he'd take him there. But the more I watch of a Bandicanda, like he he's that dude. Like he he could be really special. Yes, yes, he could. Um, I was actually sitting there uh, prepping myself to say his name right. Like I was, I was for sure you weren't going to take him. So um, I'm going to do the <laughs> spite pick here, and I'm going to take Anthony Richardson one twelve. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, you just stole. My, you just stole mine. That yeah. Be my two one. So, um, you know, highest upside with the running. The floor is pretty solid. Um, he's got a lot to work on mechanics wise, reading a defense wise. But I think you know he could have that sort of season like Justin Fields did this past year, where like you know if even if the team is bad, he could just run all over guys and score touchdowns with his feet. Um, and then with the, if the passing comes along, that's just a bonus. They have a decent receiving core, you know, uh, Pittman's good. They, in this, they drafted some other players too. Um, but yeah, I, I think at one twelve, if you're, if you're in that spot, you're the champ. So why not swing for the fences and keep yourself there? You know, I agree. Well, uh, I was going to go Richardson, um, but I think I'm, I, I am going to stay at the quarterback. If you're sitting at 1-1, 2-1, you're likely a rebuilding team unless you're Zach that has planned four years in advance. Um, but uh, I'm actually going to go with Bryce Young. Uh, or no, sorry. I'm actually – I'm going to go with CJ Stroud. I am going to go CJ Stroud. Really? Um, I am. And the reason why – I'll explain. I, I like I, I probably like Bryce Young a little bit more. Um, but I like what the Texans like as far as putting weapons around him, I like Quentin Johnson. I like I just I, I think Stroud is gonna have a really good career. Um and I personally I just I, I kinda like 
Stroud a little bit more. Um, I just have them a little bit higher. I ha- I actually have them actually pretty pretty similarly ranked. I was looking, I was running through some of my guys. They're like just right next to each other. I do like Richardson far more, um, especially with the way fantasy you know has been going. I don't like the landing spot for Richardson as far as being a JT owner. Um, but, uh, why would you, so you, you sounded a little shocked there. Why would you go young over Stroud? Uh, I mean, simply put, I think he's a better prospect, um, outside of height. He's better at pretty much everything. He's more mobile. He's got a similar arm. He's more accurate. He reads the defense better. And we touched on it. Um, the last time I was on, I, they're not world beaters outside of what Adam Thielen thinks. Um, but I do like the, the way they're going to ease him in with some like veteran receivers, you know, not world beaters, not anybody, the upside of QJ, but as far as a year one, I think they're, they're in a better position with, uh, they're putting young in a better position than Stroud would be in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I I mean, I think you can go either way. With the way they got rid of DJ Moore, that's one of the things that concerns me about that 101 landing spot with a quarterback going to the Panthers is like, yeah, you've got Adam Thielen, but who else do you really have to catch the ball? Thielen has been less productive. Or his, you know, his production's fallen off a little over the last couple of years. He is, you know, into his 30s, getting a little older. So, I mean, he's a good wide receiver and he's going to be uh, you know, a good uh, like safety valve for whoever quarter, you know, whatever quarterback is throwing him the ball there. But uh, I, I do understand Brandon's, you know, little having a little more confidence in CJ Stroud based on landing spots and based on the Texans also taking Quentin Johnston in this draft. So I do like that. Just putting a little um, bit more, I, I just, I don't know what the, you know, Bryce Young, like, you know, you're talking about like veterans around him and stuff, but what does he have to build on there? Getting rid of DJ Moore and, you know, not, I just don't know what they're necessarily building towards with him at quarterback. You know, that that's my biggest worry. You know, they went into a pretty big rebuild mode to get a number one quarterback. So and they gave up a lot to get clear up to number one. So, yeah. That's that's the other thing is a little bit of lack of draft capital to try and add weapons around him makes it a little tough. So uh, I think Bryce Young is the guy like I think there's a reason he's going 101. I think he's got a great chance to succeed as an NFL quarterback, but they're going to have to figure out how to put some some pieces around him. And uh, yeah, I think that's y'all are just sleeping on DJ Shark over there. He's going to kill it as a wide receiver. You know, Shark's not a bad player. Um, he's not, but maybe this is the year LaVisca Chenault breaks out, you know, (laughs) there's some truthers out there who are, who are panting (laughs) hearing you say that. I, I, they definitely don't have that upside and like, obviously they're going to need to make some big moves going forward, but for a year one of like, come in, learn the league, don't die. Like I I like, I think both teams are going to run the ball a lot, which, you know, will work out for them, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've got the two, two here. Um, I'm going to actually take the landing spot. Now, Tyler Scott goes with the 63rd pick to the chiefs and I'm going to add him here. Uh, you know, second round draft capital is awesome. 
uh, a good landing spot. And here heading into the second round, this is uh, where I want to just take a shot on a guy who has a lot of upside. Um, and this landing spot just screams upside. So I know there's some other guys there in Kansas City he's going to be competing with for targets. Uh, you know, you got Kadarius Tony, you got Sky Moore, who they drafted last year. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is going to be the number one there. Um, but it, it's still opportunity. You know, the Tony and uh, and Sky Moore haven't really established themselves as like phenomenal NFL players. So there's opportunity there. And if Tyler Scott uh, can surprise with what he can do, and if he's you know works out as as a second round draft pick for these Chiefs. Uh, this is a, I feel like a good spot to take him. I like right. it. I like it too. All right. Two Oh three. Um, I'm torn. I really, I like, I like Hyatt. I like Hyatt more than I like downs. However, similarly to the chiefs, uh, wide receiver room, it's pretty loaded or at least competitive. I Hyatt going to new Orleans here. Um, I mean, they got, Olave, Michael Thomas. I, there was a video today hyping up. He was deadlifting like four hundred some pounds. It looks good for the you know the three games before he pulls a hamstring or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to take him, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take Josh Downs here. Um, he goes six picks later to the Patriots. I. Just for see if, if those are the landing spots. If this is if this is the actual draft, I see a more clear route to being to targets um, than Hyatt would have because yeah. they they lost Jacoby Myers. I mean, they, their wide receiver room is not great. It, it's never great. Not since Moss left or Edelman and Welker, <laughs> but um, even then, uh, I, I just foresee more opportunity there mm-hmm. so i can see that well i am going to go high it with my pick um i like you said i mean we don't know what version of michael thomas we're gonna see um if we don't see uh you know michael thomas for very many games hyatt has a good chance and, and we don't know how long we're gonna see uh michael thomas either i do like hyatt here the landing spot isn't terrible I I think, you know, I think he's Hyatt has the speed and everything to be a good, you know, wide receiver. I, the whole Derek Carr thing, I'm, you know, he, he's shown he can support, you know, a couple wide receivers. Um, Carr throws a deep. He's a deep ball threat. So I, I do like Hyatt there. So that's, yeah, that's where I'm going to end up at the, the two four. I like that. Um, I think that's a great spot to get him to. Um, this is an interesting spot here at the two five. I'm considering taking Bryce Young just because I think at this spot he may have the most upside left on the board outside of the tight end position, which we've talked about. These rookie tight ends uh, usually takes a little while for them to come along, so it can be tough to use. You know, uh, I like this is when I'd start looking maybe at tight end is here in the second round where you're not using up a lot of draft capital. I wouldn't want to use a first round pick on a tight end, um, but there's some, there's also some running backs here that went in the third that I really love the landing spots for. Uh, so I'm a little torn. 
Um, you know, okay. I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pull the trigger here. Uh, I'm going to take a guy that I really like. Um, you know, I, I loved him looking, you know, through my draft process, evaluating these talents and I uh, like the landing spot here in the third round. So with the 82nd pick, he went to the Buccaneers and that's Roshan Johnson. Um, you know, he, he shared a backfield this last year uh, in Texas with B. John Robinson, right? Yep. Yeah. And yep. he looked phenomenal. Like, I, I love his tape. Um, you know, obviously, Bijan is like the prospect, but Roshan Johnson still got on the field, got opportunities, even got opportunities in the passing game. Um, third round draft capital tells me that the NFL thinks he's, you know, a, a good running back. And the Buccaneers, they don't have hardly anybody um, in that running back room. They've got Rashad White, and that's pretty much the end of the list. So, they need some depth there. Rashad White's not a huge dude. Uh, he's a good pass catcher, but Roshan Johnson is a big boy. Uh, he can handle that, that goal line work. He can handle a full workload. Um, you know, played played against tough competition in college. So I like Roshan Johnson a lot. And I think here in the second round, that's a, not a bad spot. I, I really like him. I, I mean, Would you be torn on that landing spot, though? Like... Since they spent capital on a rookie running back last year, he looked pretty good towards the end of the season as uh, Fournette fell off. Like, I like Rashad White, so I kind of hate the landing spot as a fan of Rashad White. But I think you know, I, I think there's still room there where they're going to want to incorporate somebody else. I don't think they want to give everything to Rashad White. So with this draft capital and with what I believe about Roshan Johnson. Uh, I I think he's a really solid pick here in the second round. I think you and I are in a pretty similar mind. Of, we're, we've been high on him as well as the guy I'm about to take. Um, it really hurts me. Like I'm looking at 106 in a 12 team. That's just you had the guy that got 101 in the real draft still on the board, and I'm going to pass on him. I can't believe it. That value is insane. <laughs> but uh, Kendra Miller. Yeah. I am so high on this guy. That's so, what I was going to go with. So I thought you were going to take Bryce Young for sure. <laughs> they have him go into the Giants. So I feel a little icky about that. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Saquon. I mean, if I if I had to bet, I would assume he will play for the Giants this season. I doubt he's going to sit out. Um, but I'm also going to assume that they're not going to sign him past this year. So Kendra Miller comes in as the the backup this season. Um, and then would hopefully, if you're drafting him, inherit that uh, backfield going forward. Um, Barkley does have some injury history too, so there's always a chance there. You don't hope for that, but you know it's it's a possibility. Never. They they run the ball a lot in New York. But, yeah, I agree. I like Kendrick Miller two, a lot. Getting him at the two um, six too is he yeah, wasn't asked to do a lot in the pass catching game, a, but he I am not does a fan have of the Giants, but that'd be a heck of a draft for, yeah. for them getting Addison and Miller. No, I, I totally am on board with that pick. I like that a lot. Okay, well, I can't let him go any further. So I am going to take Bryce Young at the the two seven. Um, the value, was, yeah, that yeah. that's that's good value. I mean, 
there's a lot of players, you know, ahead that, that were taken. Um, you know, I thought he could have, he easily could have went at the two one, like you thought I was going to take him at the two one. So to get him at two seven, that's, that's not too bad. If you can, especially if you can end up with, you know, flowers and young, that's a, that's a pretty good, pretty good draft right there. So can't let him walk any further. No, I agree. All I right. think if you're getting the Bryce Young, I think if you're getting Bryce Young in the anywhere in the middle of the second round, like you're getting a lot of upside. You're getting, um, you know, with with what we expect the draft capital to be, like you know, he's the odds-on favorite to be the number one or number two overall pick in the NFL draft. So you're getting long longevity. You're getting a guy who has the opportunity to be the fr- face of the franchise for you know three to four years, bare minimum. So that's it's not a waste. Well, this is this all, is a really a deep QB. No, not at all. I, this is a really deep class for running backs, but almost all of them are going to committees, and they knew the receivers left on the board. There, there's a lot of question marks, and you know, with the number one pick right there, you, you have the fewest question marks of anybody on the board. I think that's a that's a steal of a pick. Agreed. All right. Well, I am going to reach okay. into the tight end pool at this point. Who are you going to go with at 2-8, Jordan? I'm going to take Michael Mayer. And okay. I, I think I it's just, coming. yeah, he's fallen too far yep. at this point. I understand that rookie tight ends no aren't likely to aren't likely to make a huge impact in their, uh, you know, in their first season, maybe in their first two or three seasons, but to add a guy with this profile to your roster in the second round is phenomenal. Um, you know, earlier on in the off season before we kind of had any idea where some of these wide receivers and running backs would land, Michael Mayer was. Yeah. Yep. I'm here. It says I'm still here. It's attempting to reconnect. I can hear you guys. I I think it's a good pick, but I'm so happy that you made that one. I am so happy since I picked right after I, you, and I'm going to dock up. So, yeah, so I think this is a great spot to add somebody in, uh, like that Dalton to your Kincaid. roster. Michael going to the Chargers. I think that's going in the first that's round about as good of earlier in for. mock drafts, like um, earlier in the offseason. So, um, I think well, uh, when we weren't, I think really Mayor's sure got a better shot of being shake out with a lot of these the better tight end running backs. And now we have a little a more of blocker. an idea that um, you know who's going to be going utilized. In the second, third he, round. He's sort of in that starting um, to fall Jason Witten, mold. Where like a guy uh, does a little bit of everything. Pedigree, he does well. I don't think you want to let him fall. Um, I think he's going to be a star. Michael Mayer at the eighth round feels like a steal, honestly. Dalton Kincaid and. This is just stylistically. I'm not saying he's going to be as good, but he plays more like a, a Travis Kelsey, where he lines up in the slot, he lines <laughs> up out wide. He's more of a like pure receiving tight end, and you're gonna pair him up with uh, San Diego. I, I I love it. So I'll, I'll take that any day of the week at one at two o nine. L A. That'll never sound right. Sorry. Yeah. Now you you threw me off here. I had a feeling that's where we were going to go there, but uh, a couple of interesting guys here. Uh, You know, Jaden Reed, I don't know a ton about him. I do like the landing spot to the Panthers like we talked about. They don't have a ton of draft capital going forward to be able to get those wide receivers in there at the Panthers. Um, 
So that one's a little bit interesting to me. Um, (laughs) This late, you could still go with quarterbacks. They have, you know, Will Levis going to the Titans. No, they'll always be the San Diego Chargers. Seahawks. Um, I, this is a, you know, tank Dell uh, to the Vikings. That one's kind of interesting to me, but he's a smaller. uh, Yeah. He's a smaller wide receiver, though, isn't he? Wouldn't he play? They're all smaller. (laughs) Well, it's true. Yes. Um, Yeah. Marvin Mims is decently sized, but he's going to the Colts with Richardson. I don't know if I trust that. Yeah, and that was that was kind of. I was looking at at Marvin Mims, but he would probably. I mean, he could be a decent wide receiver too. There. I mean, we do have another quarterback (laughs) who went eleventh overall. You could take, yeah, Will Levis. I mean, it's not that's not terrible to get. If this is super flex, there. he's going top five with that kind of draft. Yeah, capital, but it's yeah. not. So, I think I'm gonna go. I really, I'm gonna Did go off like landing that? spot, Tank and Del. I'm gonna go uh, with uh, Jordan Reed or Jaden Reed. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the last big guy left is Booty. That's true. And and you've got these younger quarterbacks, yeah. And you got a young quarterback that could build the reputation with him. So we don't, you know, we don't necessarily know. So that's where where I'm going to go with that one. All right, Jordan. All right, two yeah, eleven. I like it too. Back of the second round, getting a guy who, um, you know, like you mentioned, their their draft capital is somewhat lacking. So getting a, a wide receiver in the third round who potentially walks into a a huge target share is, you know, it's, that's, you know, that's exactly what you're hoping for with these later, uh, these later picks in the second round or the third round or, um, you know, so the further back you get, the more you're just shooting for upside and opportunities. Nice. Um, I am going to stick yeah, I'm gonna stick with these third round running backs um, with the the landing spots we got here. I like this. I know Damian Pierce was really good last year, but in this mock, we've got the 73rd right. pick, Ty J Spears, really going quick, to the though, Texans, and Zach, I think he's a good Taji compliment. Spears, he's actually, um, and, you know, uh, according to NFL everybody's draft, talking about how uh, much NFL the NFL draft is moving he's towards the committee the backfield. Five. So um, I think Ty J. Spears, he's, he's got the talent times. level. Yeah. I like so what Spears I've seen on tape for bad, him. And, I mean, that's a great um, pick. I think that this way. is a he's decent fast, landing so spot. A team very. that's going to want to run the ball a lot so to try and take some pressure. I'm looking off at of three Bryce names Young, here. Uh, and or, I'm sorry, off of CJ Stroud. I think there's upside um, for all you know, of them. Who they took at um, 102 in this mock. Zach so, Evans, you know, went in the really putting the a lot of draft uh, we know that team likes into, to run the ball a lot, uh, improving this um, offense, especially if they're going to have and a I like the opportunity that Ty J. Spears could have there. So I'm um, going to take him, and Sanders, we got though, one so pick left, Zach. That. Um, you know what? I'm going to do something really stupid, and I apologize, but just like I said when I picked in the first round for Team 12, I swung for the fences with Anthony Richardson. I'm picking Team 12 again. I'm going to swing for the fences. D- Historically, like the, the top three rounds of the real draft capital for running backs, that's like the most successful. It's pretty easy to, to determine if they're going to be successful if they go in those rounds. After that, it's very, very risky. <clears throat> However, Sean Tucker went in the sixth round to the Chiefs. And 
that dude is a track star. He's got vision concerns. You know, he's he's more of an athlete playing running back than a running back who's athletic. But show me the upside of anybody else at that spot. I don't know. That's uh, that's pretty juicy. I'm gonna I'm gonna swing for the fences on that one. <laughs> if he went to the Chiefs in the fourth, he'd be a first round pick. I'd wager towards the end. You know, later half. Yeah, and. I- I would say, too, considering the landing spot, you know, the Chiefs spent the end of last year really riding a seventh-round rookie uh, in Isaiah Pacheco. So, uh, you know, to to draft a guy with even more capital this year, um, it, it's interesting for sure. Uh, and Sean Tucker was a guy I looked at a lot, you know, in the pre-draft process. And um, that that could be great. You know, even in the sixth, I'd l- if he went in the fourth to a landing spot like that, I think people are going to be drooling for Sean Tucker. Um, personally, I think. Yeah, for early second at the. Yeah. Yeah. Back of the first early second, yeah. I would say for sure. Um, you know, there's still uh, some wide receivers that I like on the board. Some of these guys in the third round, Marvin Mims, you guys mentioned, Jonathan Mingo. A lot of people are getting hyped you on get going into to your the startups Titans at and your, your redraft and all of it so, changes too. It's it's the fun you know, time of year. There's still going to be some guys left here who are going to contribute to your fantasy yes, team. Who you're going to be able to pick up in the third round of your okay, uh, rookie well, drafts. You know, assuming things go this way and, you know, even though things obviously aren't going to go exactly like this, um, a lot of these places are, you know, a lot of these landing spots are going to play out in a similar fashion one way or another, because a lot of them are based off team need, you know, so um, it's going to be interesting, man. I really can't wait for the NFL draft and for us to be able to start doing some mocks knowing landing spots, not just assuming landing spots. So that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. That is a great first two rounds. Well, sweet. Let's uh, let's run it back. We did it. Yeah, we got uh, B. John Robinson, yep. JSN, Jackson, and many, many more to Jameer come. Jameer Gibbs, many, many more Zach Charbonnet, have, uh, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, Zay Flowers, Cedric Tillman, um, Devon Achain, Tank Bigsby, Israel so Abanacanda, and Anthony an Richardson in the uh, first gonna... round. Our now that things are starting to settle CJ down for Stroud, everybody, we're going to start ramping Scott, them up again. Josh Downs, um, Jalen Hyatt, boys, Roshan Johnson, you know, Kendra Miller, especially Young, after the Michael actual Mayer, draft Dalton happens, Kincaid, that's when Jaden Reed, really Ty J. Spears, and uh, Sean We actually Tucker. have our uh, rookie draft coming up in June, uh, first weekend of June. We will be camping and telling everybody about our crazy escapades our out there. Our uh, first mock so, draft we've ever done on this show. Well, thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, I don't think we could do a live one. There's not much of any type of service period out there. We are in the <laughs> deep in the boonies. Yeah. Our yeah. Feels feels real good to be to be back and recording again. Yeah, and Zach, I don't know. I don't for, think there's uh, any way in and, I don't and think there's any way we could do a live um, podcast this, this from out there, but I the think season. it's we really possible we could record Anytime, boys, one with us out there. So maybe we'll look um, all right, at well, doing that. Well, you can find us on Twitter or, at CFF underscore trip. Brandon. 
No, no. But we and you can find Jordan at BCFF underscore Jordan. We could we could um, record uh, something onto a laptop and then uh, <laughs> we have been having Jordan's having a little bit of uh, a delay so going on. Maybe we'll so do I'm sure you heard like it throughout that, the episode. But, uh, thank you, everybody, of, for listening. Uh, internet so connection happy to issues be back and things and, like uh, that. I'll but let you take it away, uh, Brandon. Bear with us. It it it'll all you know still sounded good. We got everything out, but we appreciate everybody for tuning in, hanging out, and uh, we look forward to getting a few more of these out. So thank you, gentlemen, and I hope you guys have a great night. And I'm at BCFF underscore Jordan. All right, thank you.